Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Sans Pants Radio, Australia's most biased podcast network. Welcome to How Goods Footy, a weekly AFL podcast where we ask the most important sporting question of all. I'm Carney. I'm Tom. And I'm fucking back from my quarantine just in time for lockdown. (laughs) Boys, what the fuck? What the fuck? What's what? going on? All what right. the fuck? So, if you're listening to this and maybe you've also emerged from the desert, of you were with Jared Leto, but you stayed back <laughs> for three days and you have no idea what the fuck's going on. One, why a- are you hanging out with Jared Leto? Yeah, that's a, a fuckhead. Um, he's... <laughs> Yeah. Look, another time. I Yeah, look, I almost exploded, but we've got more important things to talk about, which will be footy. But yeah, if this is the first media you're con- consuming. Uh, terrible news. There's a global pandemic. <sighs> yep. And it is fucked. It's one of those situations, and I don't know if this happens to either of you. I know some people that kind of panic or hate this stuff. And I like, honestly, I'm so sorry for you guys because this would be the most ang- like anxiety-inducing times. Things will be okay, but fuck, it doesn't feel good at the moment. But my brain, on the other hand, when stuff like this happens, I just like almost like have an out of body experience. I'm like, I'm living history. This is fucking weird. See, you have that experience. I have um, what I call the forgetsies. We're like, I'll be just doing something and then I'll go to something else and be like, oh, that's right. The world's ending. <laughs> you both sound very lucky. I'm just <laughs> sitting in the corner here crippled by anxiety. Yeah, you're the one of the people I was talking about. Uh, yeah. Uh, so my housemate, her biggest fear is like kind of like things stopping, like as in like the world kind of just stops. And that's like a kind of weird fear yeah. that you can't like, so stuff like it started when she was a kid, like when TV used to stop that used to like freak her the fuck out. And also like the end of like videotapes when the colored bars would come up. The worry that that'll happen to life. But she so loved then, this time we live in now where that is happening. Well, to life. no, she does not. Uh, she is very, very much hates it. Um, what a fear. How did she feel about uh, footy having the bars put up on it oh, on the weekend? She also did not like watching a footy game and no one being in the crowd because that also feels like the end <laughs> of days. Anyway. A lot happened since we recorded last week. Uh, yeah. I'm glad to be back for this one. Um, look, so there was a lot of fo- We'll just fucking launch into it. Things are fucked. We'll explain what's happening later on. There was a lot of footy this weekend. None of it really meant anything in hindsight. No. Uh, AFLW had the semi-finals. That's right. So when we recorded last week, Sean and I put our predictions in for the normal next round of AFLW. Uh, we <laughs> joked on Monday that by Tuesday, nothing we said would matter. The AFL being the AFL didn't make a decision about round one or the women's comp until Wednesday at about 5.30 because they're oh, just... Longer. Was it... Was it 
like Thursday morning within 24 hours of the opening of the men's season. Oh yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. Wednesday, Wednesday. So was Thursday was the first game of uh, the men's Thursday, season. Yeah, so yeah, it was like Wednesday night, five thirty, six o'clock. Gil finally got him. You know what happened? He got stuck. He got lost in his suit, guys. <laughs> he couldn't find uh, his way out. Couldn't find his way out. So he announced his speech that. was in one of his hundred pockets. Yeah, he just, couldn't he get just get a tailor, mate. Get a better. This is your chance. You got you got a few months off now, bud. Get a good tailor. Um, no, stay and don't go get a good tailor, Gil. Everyone also stay inside. Actually, hey, Gil, use YouTube to teach yourself how to become a tailor. Oh, it's going to get worse. Take your own suits in. Tom, not, none of them are going to fit. Tom, he'll he'll be right. He's got he'll be sitting inside, not that active. He just needs to put on a few kilos. He'll be right. He's a big man. You're right. He's tall. He, they'll, yeah. fit. they'll fit. He just needs to fill out, and we're living in the perfect time for that. Just so, eat lots yeah. of pasta and rice. Yeah, so we've you fucked your predictions because uh, they I didn't mean, happen. <laughs> those games didn't happen. Instead, there was semifinals, which felt like they meant a lot until Sunday rolled around, and then we found out that they meant nothing because the AFLW season is over. It's cancelled. Yeah. Yes. Uh, no so, premier awarded. Yeah. So it's sad. It is sad. It is sad. It sucks. It sucks because some of the finals were so hectic. Two and of like, the finals were hectic. Like, two were dog shit. What I mean by like, you know, you look at Melbourne who had that miraculous win against the Giants. Lily Misser never kicked a goal in her AFLW career, kicks her first two goals ever, mm. and they are the biggest two goals she'll ever kick. And the emotion on Daisy Pierce being interviewed afterwards. Mm. And it's just like, hey, guys, whoops. So, yeah, first two games on Saturday for the AFLW semifinals were tight as fuck. North Melbourne weathered a Collingwood uh, attack and won by two points. I shit myself that whole time. The and country fist pumped. It was yeah. good. The war, war on Collingwood, Collingwood continued. I th- I'm worried, though, because maybe this was just the war on Collingwood taken slightly too far. What do you mean? Collingwood yeah. won in the AFLM, and then footy had to be like, war on Collingwood, this needs to stop. Game's done. Yeah, no. but no. but but they didn't fulfill the prophecy. So That's the true. war continues. But- they had until yeah, until someone else did. Yeah. Anyway, and then next game, uh, Melbourne. The game, the, what you just spoke about, came from behind. It was a bloody steal. It was fantastic, though, to say they had no right to win. No, yeah, and you did. know what? I respect the yeah. shit out of that. And then Frio. Uh, then there was the two shit games. Uh, yeah. In which case, Frio <laughs> just it was beyond a murder. Do you want to hear a fun fact, guys? Yes. Freo yeah. will be the first team in history of AFL to be undefeated for an entire season and not win a premiership. Oh, not even. Yeah. Sorry, Trent. That's even worse. Undefeated for a whole season. And not even play in the not premiership. Not even play in a premiership. Yeah. I mean, it's unprecedented. Um, also, Bowers, 99. Not out. I know that. Yeah. But someone said, and this is great. Did you see this? Technically, she got 100 tackles if you count the tackle she laid on the pitch invader. <laughs> so that's good. She got the hundred. We'll call that. Hang on a minute. Didn't she tackle a pitch invader? Rewind. Did she? Did someone invade the pitch? Yeah, this was going back a few weeks. Yeah, I don't know. I don't uh, remember from this. memory. How did, how did we not cover this, or Fuck. did we? And then we're just dumb and forgot. I've just gone with this person's comment. You know I'm, what? I vaguely remember this happening. Someone yeah. ran on the pitch, and, and she, she just them. yeah, she dropped him. Um, good Fuck on her. I love that yeah. woman. What a what a what's her nickname? Her, no, so here's the thing. This is we have troubling. a problem, guys, because yeah. her nickname is Turbo. Oh, and we no. use that as a derogatory term on this show. So I would like to propose a moratorium on the insult Turbo. We'll retire Turbo. We'll retire Turbo. We'll put Turbo's jersey up in the rafters. <laughs> and we'll, But we will double down on Big Show. Big yeah. Show, yeah. And Nitro. Nitro. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, yeah, so Fremantle... 
killed Gold Coast. Gold yeah, Coast kicked matter. one goal. Uh, Frio kicked 12. I think that was the biggest margin AFLW's ever had, I think. Yeah. 70 points. Yeah. yeah. And then, unfortunately, for you, Sean, and for all Brisbane fans out there, Carlton did a murder on the Lions also. Yes. And Taylor Harris killed Jess Wushner. Uh, didn't kill her. Just pushed her to the ground like a piece of shit. Hey. It's a good the bump. piece of shit in this instance is Harris, not- Mate, uh, <laughs> that bump was good. <laughs> Lucky she didn't get fucking electrified. Hey, it's true. She had to hit her that hard, though. Because I mean, if she hit her any- Took courage to lay hands on her, to be honest. <laughs> That's ballsy. She could have died. She was, she was fucking threatening doing it all year. She yeah. did it in the last game of the season. Yeah. Um, and bomb. then got reported for it. No, not for that one. Oh, wasn't it that no, one? There was another one. No, no, it was another one, but which would presumably get thrown out. Yeah, it looked bad from one angle, and then when the you umpire's looked- angle, it looked like um, she tackled someone into the ground. Oh, so they but hit she in the ground, but uh, the player got clipped by another player. Oh, okay, all good. She'll be fine. I mean, Plays it hard. She she does memes yeah. hard too. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> that she calls herself the coronavirus. <laughs> <laughs> like that's. Yeah, so Staying responsible for, for shutting down football. <laughs> she, she made big promises. <laughs> she was coming for everyone. Left she right did to- say she was coming for everyone. And no one would be spared. And no one would be spared. Holy Bloody shit, guys. Ta- so Taylor Harris guys, the AFLW, the AFLW is a comic book. Jess Wushner gets powers from lightning. Meanwhile, her arch nemesis, a virus. <laughs> She's she's the prophet. Taylor Harris, follow her on Instagram because she is off the chain all the time. Uh, and I'm noticing a lot of the Carlton players are doing this. I think they've kind of like lent into the fact that like once AFLW ends, like the season ends, there's a big break. They've kind of like been like, what if we turned into content creators? <laughs> it's good. Because Maddie Presbarkus has a TikTok and is doing insane things on there. Uh, Taylor Harris is considering starting a YouTube channel. Oh, I love it. It's off the chain. And, uh, you know, if they, you know, dip their toes into content creation or videos or podcasts, then, um, I don't know, we've got a fourth microphone over we there. We do. We got, we got room for, for one more. Uh, if any AFLW players ever want to come on the show, open invite. Door's always open. Yeah. In fact, just turn up. Speak to us in 2021, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's get Taylor. Yeah, that's the goal. No, no, the goal is um, Hosking. Yeah, she has, Hosking. Her own post- she has her own podcast. And on the other side of things, the goal is also to get Robbo. Yes. That is the dream. Yeah, That dream's died because he lives in Queensland right now and that they've, they've quarantined themselves. Oh, yeah, mate. So have we. <laughs> close the borders. Yeah, all the, the borders, borders are every, It's fucked. We live in fucked times. We do. Anyway. It's, I always joked that we'd be living in a Mad Max universe and uh, shit. The joke's not very fucking funny now, is you it, know Thomas? What? Boys, before we continue, I, I need to make a confession. Oh, shit. I think- the cancellation of the AFLW and the suspension of the AFL men's comp is your fault. Is my fault. Oh, what have you done, boys? I put it out in the universe that I didn't want Wayne Carey on the TV anymore. Nah, that's fair. Uh, that's monkey fair. paw. I got monkey paw. It's fine, Tom. It's okay. If that's look. <laughs> some statements need to be made, <laughs> Tom. No with, matter the price. <laughs> with AFLM suspended and AFLW cancelled, I got a lot of free time on my hands, and I got a car. And Wayne Carey's just a man. So I'm- <laughs> if it bleeds, we can kill it. Hey, you know what? Just putting it out there. I'm pretty sure glassware stores are an essential service. We could go buy some glasses. Mate, we've already got, we've got enough in our own houses already. Oh, bring it on. It's fine. Yeah. Like, look, it would just be a real shame if Wayne Carey got hit by my car. A what real it? shame. Do we need to rephrase that as hit by a car? No, no, no. Yeah. No, no, no. It would be a real shame if Wayne Carey got hit by my car. Man. It'd be, it'd be an even bigger shame. If I was in the passenger seat, cheering. <laughs> it would be an clapping. even bigger shame if 
just to make sure he was okay, we reversed and hit him again. Yeah. <laughs> and then crack a bottle of champagne over his head. <laughs> Drink that champagne, piss on him, <laughs> set him on fire. <laughs> Fuck you, Wayne, you oh. colossal piece of shit. Nice dye job on your hair, fuckhead. Hey, and Wayne. his eyebrows. Oh, come on, mate. Get the shoe polish yeah, off. Yeah, look, and Wayne, we wouldn't have been able to make these threats if you just went to jail like you deserved. Yeah. You'd be safe there. You know what? It just doesn't need to go to jail. Just don't be on primetime yeah. television. Yeah, just apologize and slink off into the shadows mm. forever. Mm. Maybe stand in the middle of a road. No, actually, it'd be a real shame if that happened. Yeah. I, I don't want that to happen. No. It would just be it would just be bad if it happened. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know a what real shame. With his time off footy? Go on a cruise ship. <laughs> just on his own. Just himself. Hey, go on a cruise to Italy, champ. Yeah, go for it. Via America and Wuhan. <laughs> Brief stop into China and solo, yeah, South Korea. Yeah, solo. Solo, solo no crew. Trip. I'm sure he knows how to yeah. Yeah. He knows how to sail a boat. Yeah. So, yeah. You and you and Dutton just hang out together <laughs> for a bit. Give him a big kiss. <laughs> Um, yeah, so AFLM round one happened, round two, three, four, et cetera, will, are currently not slated to happen. Yeah, so it is suspended indefinitely. They're going to review it on March 31. Hey, boys, fuck no. <laughs> oh, so that's, that's eight that's, weeks from now. And that's round 11. That would be the yeah. end of round 11. Yeah. So the chances of an AFLM season happening this year, according to report, like, so what has been put out in the media and stuff like that, yes, it will happen. What we know, because we've looked at, Everything that experts have said, the chances of this happening are minuscule. And if However, they do, it's crazy. There is the AFL prepared to play till December and to play uh, games at rural and regional grounds to get a result. Oh, I'm so glad you've re- reminded me of rural grounds, Tom, because uh, I'd just like to share with both of you know this story and also our listeners. I just need to tell you how fucked the NRL is currently. Oh, my God. So- Rugby town, baby. <laughs> so... Moments before we started recording, this was announced not to be the case. But for a very brief moment in time, <laughs> the NRL, uh, the National uh, Rugby League of Australia, looked at the AFL and said, you've cancelled your season. So it was suspended. We, I, I'll, look, I'll keep using the same words. Suspended indefinitely. Suspended indefinitely. Just, it's not happening. That's fine. But like, also I get cancelling. It's probably scary. Whatever. Anyway, NRL were like, mm, no, we're not going to do that. We're going to go ahead. And everyone's like, but the borders are closed. And because of that, <laughs> your teams won't be able to play each other. And they're like, we've got a good idea. We're going to put all of the teams in a small rural town and just play all of the games there. One of the teams is based in New Zealand. Yeah, move. That on. was never going to fucking work. <laughs> what a bunch of... So let's wanted, build rugby town. They wanted like a village yeah. where they all live. Yeah, kind of like the Olympic village, I guess. Hey, but then rugby That's actually town. brilliant. Why are we doing that for footy? Tom. Buy all of Tasmania. Footy farm. <laughs> Pretty farm. <laughs> so yeah, uh, so that like that sounds like the type of thing that the they would have been like. Actually, that's fucking stupid. We're not going to do that. That was in the news for a day and a half before they decided that's a bad idea. Do you know what was still funny though? Right before they've now decided they're going to. I think Russell Crowe was very for it. Well, no, I, I think in an ironic. Does he still own a team. Yeah, yeah, but I, I think know. I think he was in a like a. Wouldn't this be a funny idea? But I yeah. think you know he's been very pro isolate, be clever. Yeah. The thing that makes me laugh about the NRL's thing was that earlier this morning, the IOC, so the International Olympic Committee, were like, we're prepared to postpone the Olympics until next year, which is unheard of. But the NRL still going to fucking run. Just on the Olympics. Oh, yeah. Do you think that would mean that it'd be three years until the next one? 
Or would yep. they stick with no, the four they would, year? No, they would, they would still the... plan to have the next one in 2024. Yeah. Because okay. the, the host nation's already been picked. I don't know who it is, but they've already been picked. Uh, it's, uh, isn't it? Uh, no, that's, no, no, that's the, um, that's the, the, oh, that's the, the soccer World, World Cup. Cup. Yep. Yeah. Qatar don't compete as a solo country, I'm pretty sure. In, so, in uh, yeah, so I was right. Russell Crowe floated the same idea of everyone living in nearby rural towns to ensure that the season can continue. Oh, did he float the idea? No, so. Yeah, but he's just Russell Crowe. That's like me saying footy farm. Love him. So, Rusty. Let's get Rusty on the show. <laughs> hey, anyone free? Well, actually. <laughs> um, so, he he wasn't the one who came up with the idea, but he floated a similar idea. I love him. He's out of control. Ah, he's the best. Anyway, that's enough about that dog shit sport. Let's focus on <laughs> men's footy. Yeah. So, the men's footy started. With and two of the. We should have known that the, can- uh, the season was fucked because. My love for footy had died by Friday night after watching two of the most dog that shit was games. So bad. Yeah. Uh, Richmond. Jack Munn, fun to watch. Everything else about yeah. that game on Friday, shit. Even Richmond weren't exciting to watch. It's hard to watch those games if your team's not involved. Yeah. I don't know what it is, but I had no issue watching the women's games. They were all. Yeah. I mean, a couple of the games weren't that great, but the ones that were good were fucking. Well, because like oh, the. the- Maybe it's a smaller ground thing. I don't really know. And also the Thursday and Friday game, so the Richmond-Carlton game and the Western Bulldogs-Collingwood game weren't enough of a blowout where you were like, whoa, we're going to see some records broken here. Where like the- Richmond never got out of first gear. Yeah. That's um, the thing. I think the thing is that you, you, just, you just watched a team cruise and another team like killed themselves to try to get within 20 points. Did you guys see Robbo's little article? No. Where he was basically like- for 191 games in my career, when I run through the banner, that's when I know I'm fucking on. Yeah. And he was like, this week just wasn't there. Oof. And he said, I think a lot of the team were like that. Yeah. There just kind of wasn't really the heart attached I, to footy. I, I think there's a lot weird. of teams that felt like that because I noticed that they just didn't – When it, I noticed in games where teams needed to lift, no team was able to quite <laughs> get <laughs> – There was one team that lifted and – but in general, but in yeah. general, you feed off the crowd a lot. Yeah, like I, Rich- I know Brisbane do. I'm sure Geelong are probably like most teams are probably. Like I mean, that. we got within a couple of kicks. I tell you what, I did love about. We, I'm getting ahead, but I did love about the Geelong game. Brad, uh, Chris Scott was interviewed afterwards. You know how he can be quite like, yeah. well, they're no good. They're no. They said, you know, so what happened today? He goes, I don't know if you saw, but uh, they're a really good side. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's like, yeah, if, uh, if I'm anyone else in the competition, man, that's uh they're a scary team. Yeah. <laughs> um, just straight up being like, what the fuck did you expect? <laughs> well, I think the pressure when the game first started was totally different. I think that most teams kind of fell into the pattern of like, oh no, we're actually playing a game. Yeah. Here. But at first, because you were it seeing- It was fast. Anyone else see that? Every game seemed really hectic, quick. Um, and also a lot of, uh, just generally, it seemed like a lot of teams were kicking like far straighter, at least at first. And as the game went on, they were starting to spray kicks because presumably what happened was they went out, they were like, oh, this feels funny and weird. So they were kind of like, kind of in like second or third gear, most of it. But then after say like the first quarter, they're like, oh yeah, no fuck. This yep. is real. Um, so yeah, first two games, absolute horseshit. Saturday would not have predicted this to be the first good game of the year. <laughs> Essendon and Fremantle. Um, so I don't have the quote in front of me, but a good way to describe this was uh, a call that, uh, James Brayshaw made on the radio. And I don't know, have you guys heard this? No. So no. this was a call from the Essendon Freer game. Uh, if you bag for either of these teams and you don't have a stiffy right now, you've got to be, he's like, you're dead set flaccid. Fuck. See, I forget how raucous triple. Yeah. <laughs> JB shouldn't be on television. Mm. Radio is his home. Yeah. 
Triple M is off the chain sometimes. They just, do they have no like commercial standards? Oh, no, I think they do. But saying things like stiffy technically wouldn't be, or they'll just get like a slap on the wrist for it. So, like, because he, fuck. they got a war chest, mate. They got Brian so Taylor many problematic. Fuck on air. Billy Brownless talked about kicking, uh, <laughs> kicking a goal with his dick. Can we basically. just talk about now? Have you heard oh, the no. thing? So, you know that Brian Taylor, he's tomboy, he's kicked it from Where the center he? square. Fuck that, that, that. Passage of play, yeah. incredible passage of play. Uh, so you know the videos and uh, memes going around of like songs you can sing while you're washing. Yeah, yeah. someone's, someone's done, done one in time to that piece of commentary. Yeah, it's great. Tomboyed from the center square. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> um, he's, isn't he stuck in San Francisco? I no, I he's in his house. I didn't watch the video. No, I think he is overseas. Oh really? Yeah, he I might be watch, back there was now. A video today, I didn't watch it, but I, he started to commentate just things traffic. happening around. Yeah, no, to stay I, fresh. Are you sure he's overseas? Because I think he, he was giving a tour of his house because he has a huge library. Yeah, is he maybe back now? And he had to be, oh no, I think he was overseas. So the I reason was. he wasn't commentating yeah, yeah, no, that's why he's, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's okay. in fourteen days of isolation. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the yeah, Essendon Freer game, big. <laughs> Essendon came out of the gates, and I was like, oh my fucking god. Are we round one of a season and my team is playing well? Like, they were quick, which we knew was going to happen. Very quick. Very quick. Do you know who's real hungry and quick? Who? Jake. Oh. I noticed that Essendon were playing a lot better not in front of a crowd, which is stressful, but that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, like, they kept mentioning Blake Carousella and the fact that he has clearly lifted the team. So he's come over from Richmond, hasn't he? Yep. Yes. And was and previously at Geelong. Are Essendon going to start playing Chaos? They did. Did you see much of this game? I saw lot the of, last 10 minutes. A lot of handballs and manic Which pressure. was chaotic. Yes. <laughs> well, yeah, uh, it didn't quite. So Fremantle really in the last quarter like kind of figured it out a bit or like figured out how to slow it down. But Essendon were doing fucked things that usually would result in like turnovers and things, but they looked comfortable doing it. Like hand passing it to each other in the defensive goal square. Yeah. Well, there was the one I loved was... Uh, Snelling or one of them just did a handball. It was like 25 meters between two Freo guys. Yeah. It's like, but just that the is target. so risky. Fuck. Yeah. Tommy, Tommy Cutler play. Yes, he did. Yep. Yes, he, he did. Right, yeah. Um, I wasn't watching Tommy Cutler when I watched the highlights, Sean. There was only one man I was watching, and that was the package. Trisha. <laughs> I'll tell you who else loves the package. You got a huge international fan. Oh, oh yes. <laughs> The Amer- well, so this is the best thing about this is because there was because the AFL was on this weekend for this particular this game in particular because it was of the, the Friday night time slot Friday night time slot America. in America, yeah. But also because of fixturing issues of the women's comp going to free to air and Fox, a lot of footy got pushed to what they could call Fox Sports One, which gets played in the US at the same time. So a whole bunch of people got to watch this game and fucking. Lost their minds. <laughs> because of Essendon's playing strategy, which is very similar, very reminiscent of Richmond, because they were mentioning that a lot as well. Yeah. It's just like a lot of running and handballing and like- Surging. Surging. Like, Saad had two shots on goal in the first half. He's a half back. What the fuck was it? He was inside our 50 multiple times. Nobody loves a goal more than him. <laughs> and Stringer was playing, started the, was playing on Fife a lot. <laughs> Bit of action there. I'll tell you what. Hey, Fife can only see out one eye this week. <laughs> when did that happen? Not sure. Yeah, no, no one. Who did it? Don't know. Don't know. <laughs> but there was three, uh, three center bounces in a row where it was uh, Fife on Stringer, and Stringer just fucking 
just wore him like a fucking pair of pants <laughs> two or the three times. One of them was after he kicked a ripper goal and uh, let him know about it. Oh, yeah. Both as they were running back to the bounce, <laughs> once the ball was bounced, and just a bit later on. Because <laughs> I'd watched the North Melbourne Collingwood game and shit my pants, so the AFLW game, and then rolled straight into this. And like when it started, I was like, fuck, these teams are going to kill me today. Because like Essendon... Obviously, I hadn't seen them play in ages, and I was like worried because of all the talk off season about how there's no heart in the club and they hate playing together. Right, like, you had a good game. All of this, I was like, oh no, they seem to they seem to be having like silly fun on the field, and I was like, oh no, they actually seem like they want to be a team. And the fact that like running and hand passing and stuff like that that requires a lot of communication was fine. Michael Hurley's a fuckwit, but apart from that, oh yeah, that was no good. <sighs> Is he getting weeks? Like, what's well, happened with that? I don't know. I don't know what they're gonna do. Well, but also, like, he also got outbodied by, like, a first gamer twice, and he's an All-Australian defender. And that first gamer would weigh 40 kilos soaking (laughs) wet. Is that Sturt? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, Sturt kicked three goals and Townsend kicked three goals for us. He kicked two in the last quarter? Sturt, Sturt, yeah, yeah, back to back. Yeah, And uh, Townsend kicked three in the first half, and, like, I was like, love this guy. Great recruitment. Uh, One problem with Essendon, though, and we'll move on because we haven't really touched on many games and I don't want to focus too much on yeah, might it was just exciting because we didn't want you had a win. So. Yeah, <laughs> we still have absolutely no strong markers in our forward fifty. Uh, anytime it went to a park, it just went straight right, away. Mate, you've now got eight to twenty weeks to get someone fit. That's all right. And uh, Joey, no, a very tall man that uh, loves taking grabs. There's a bit of imagine a bit how of long his mustache will be when the season. <laughs> <comes> <laughs> Fucking hell! He'll- it's like Wizards take it, poke at people's eyes out. Is it like, it's like got a wingspan. Fucking <laughs> Twizzler. Sydney held on to beat Adelaide. Adelaide. Well, let's be honest. Tex cooked it. A tough shot. For him? No. That's his range, though. That's his know. bread and butter. As soon as he marked it, I was like, oh, it's, it's Adelaide's going to win. No, cool to me. Oh, well, I backed the Swans, so. So did I. Yeah, I was on uh, five from five after nah, Saturday. I got, I got five from nine. I took a, I had, I went for too many miracles. I got uh, seven. Seven. That's all I got. I did pretty well too. I got three. Yeah. Three? What? So you guys, Pardon? when I checked, I. So, I, yeah, I got three. So. Uh, what happened to you? Just, well, sorry, sorry, Dish, I need to answer the question. Yeah, that's fine. Sorry. I just, no, but just before you answer the question. Yes. Uh, I just need to let, so at one point over the weekend, I checked. I was like, oh, I wonder what the, how the footy tips are going. I'm in the top 20. You were both in the, uh, just outside the top 100. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's look, fair. pretty much where I am. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's all right. I could, I could come back. Uh, so I backed, this is where I went wrong, guys. I backed uh, Carlton. That's no, Tom. I uh, backed the Bulldogs. I did too. Whoops. Uh, I backed Essendon. That's one yeah, win. Yeah. Uh, I backed. Uh, so we're just going through all your tips. If you haven't revealed the rest of the games yet, that's fine. That's one. Just, who'd you get wrong? Uh, well, so I picked me. I picked you. Uh, I picked. Who did Port Adelaide play? Yeah, I picked. I, the Suns. I picked Gold Coast. Yeah, uh, I, picked I picked Saints. Yeah. Uh, I yeah, picked I Saints. I Melbourne. Oh, Tom. You tricked me into that. Well, you're an idiot. Did you pick Melbourne? No, I didn't. Oh, fuck you. Did I say I was going to? Yes. You convinced me last week. Yeah, but then common sense prevailed. Oh, you're a fuckhead. All right, let's just quickly go through the rest of the games. Uh, GWS, Brian Circles, around uh, Geelong. Just on this one real quick. Geelong are very slow. Yeah. No, but we it it wasn't wasn't that. We're actually like. Glacial, if you will. We weren't slow. The great news, though, is if the Titanic's around, you've got them fucking. They're done. Tom, both pack of fucks. I have a question just before you get into it. Did the entire team have like a curry before? (laughs) 
They look sluggish. I disagree because there were and, moments... And they all look like they shit their pants. The, but no, this is the thing. The issue was at three-quarter time, we'd had the same number of scoring shots and the Giants hadn't kicked behind. Yeah. And we kicked, I think, five, six. So I think that's, you know... So at three-quarter time, they hadn't kicked it behind? Well, going into three-quarter time. They were like, what, 9-2 or something like that? 9-1. Yeah, there you go. 9-1, 13-3. Yeah. And then you were 6-6. Six, six. Yeah. So Wasteful. Yeah, wasteful. So that's also not the same amount of scoring shots. Wasteful and you'd had, you'd I said, Yeah, that's what I mean. So, like, we we should have won. We should have So when you back. said a totally different statement, you meant a different statement. Can I just say, don't, don't fuck on shit on my team. Your team was fucking garbage as well, Sean. Hey, come on, mate. Let's not be uh, throwing stones. Uh, I mean, they stones. were. They were. <laughs> you, you're throwing stones first. I'm not throwing stones. I'm just saying I'm making a, a – I'm just saying. Yep. You look sluggish and slow. There's a couple of players who I don't think will be getting a game in 11 weeks. <laughs> looked slower than last year. Can I say the thing that I have a hypothetical for you, boys? Yeah. So mm-hmm. say this season doesn't go ahead. Mm-hmm. Does the GOAT go around one more time? Because he hasn't had to do anything. Hopefully not. He looked good. He was our best player. That's that's a really did you watch shocking stuff. He was fucking incredible. I saw a bit of it. I he will was, admit I was messaging Duke so, and I said, I really want to watch the Mighty Ducks. So was, I'm waiting for this game. I'm waiting for Geelong to cook it. And what point of the game was that? That was three-quarter time. Three-quarter time. Yeah, I would have. Dusha was like, Sean, fire it up. Mate, I would have fired it I up. I already had. Earlier, buddy. Mitch yeah. Duncan was your best player, not Ablett. I, well, Duncan and Ablett. Duncan who's, was incredible considering he had played zero preseason because he'd been injured. Yeah. It was his first game. Yeah. Um, but Ablett had a goal on, I think, 20 touches or 21 touches. 24 touches, kicked a goal. Only he laid, played. Laid one tackle, but also yeah. missed two shots. And in a game where you're losing because you're you're scoring inaccuracy, one, two is not good. You know, it wasn't, but two of them were under pressure. I, I mean, I, I thought he was incredible in the midfield. And for anyone who thinks he's slowed down, he actually looked really good. He has slowed down, though. Selwood slowed down. Oh, mate. Selwood's been on a. Selwood's decline has been. Pretty staggering, really. I wouldn't be surprised if when Steven gets a game, Selwood's playing at halfback. I wouldn't be surprised. Like, Joel Selwood should consider calling it quits after this season. He'd probably go around one more, one more. due to circumstances, but geez, he's dropped off a cliff, really. Yeah. So, Tom, I've got something here that probably sums up Geelong's performance, and this is a tweet from your father. Yeah. Terrence. And he's usually just as positive as you. Uh, he's tweeted us at 9 a.m., the day after, so Sunday morning. He's let it sit in. How good's footy when the highlights of the Cats game last night were, one, Port Adelaide winning, uh, so unrelated game. But supporting my brother. Ah. Two, me trimming my toenails. Let that sink in over breakfast. Toenails. Yeah, look, there were some dog shit things in the Geelong game. I just, we didn't look like we were ready. We didn't look ready. We looked looked like we had a bit of the Robos. Yeah, no, that's fair enough. A couple of highlights were Mark O'Connor looks like he's, Still incredible. Clark, talking about lack of leg speed, Clark is still a gun. Um, and, guys, I'm going to call it right now. Play Jenkins in the side. Play Sav as the full-time ruck. Yep. He's so good. And then that way you don't have to play Blitzarves in the ruck. As soon as – any time they move Blitzarves into the ruck, Jeremy Cameron kicked a goal. He hit three goals and all three of those occasions Blitzarves was playing in the ruck. Is it strange to you, Tom, that you would recruit Jenkins – Presumably do an entire preseason based around like the structure of having him as your full forward. Yep. And then not play him. Well, I think Darcy Ford had such a big, like really good preseason that mm. not picking him would have been weird. Not picking Jenkins is weird. Not picking Jenkins is fucked up weird, Tom. Well, picking not picking um, Harfoot either or Steven. 
Tom, what season of Chris Scott's tenure is this? Uh, he's been in since 11. And for the majority of that has had a ruck crisis. Yeah, mm. it's pretty piss poor from Geelong. I don't want to kick him. Like, everyone was a bit sluggish this week, I reckon. Yeah. Um, I mean, and, and admittedly, you played against one of the probably the top two teams, really. I'd argue GWS are so much better than the 80 point grand final. Oh, shit, yes. When they get players back and all of that, they're they are, such a gun team. It was one of those things where, like, they're scary good. Anyway. But yeah, Tom, I, the ruck, I, I just don't know. My gut feel is either Darcy Ford, I thought, played pretty well in the ruck. I, I didn't think he was terrible. He's got to get, he's got to bulk up a bit. But I think. I like Stanley, but at this stage, I'd be picking Sav, full-time in the ruck, Jenkins, Hawkins, forward. Well, Tom, the thing is, I can't even make predictions about stuff like that because yeah. there's so long. It's pretty much going to have to start again. Yeah. Yeah. What else happened? Uh, Gold Coast were no good against Port Adelaide. A disappointment, but um, most people probably not surprised. And uh, guys, Port Adelaide have fulfilled the prophecy. Yeah, they've, uh, <laughs> they finished the they, – they're currently on top of the ladder at the end of round one. Uh, as the we season's know, done. The season's done. <laughs> no, but as we know that if you're at the end of round one in a leap year, you finish on top of the ladder, the eventual premier of that year was on top of the ladder at the end of round one. Port Adelaide have sa- saved us all from Collingwood yep. fulfilling the prophecy. There is a part of me that wished Collingwood had got it. And then the season's cancelled. Because then the challenge. Well, <laughs> season being cancelled would have been <laughs> would have been very funny and sad. But no, like if Collingwood had got it and then it was up to 17 teams to destroy the prophecy. All good things come to an end. Oof. And That's then also, a 20-year prophecy. I mean, we don't want, it's not like we want Port Adelaide to fucking win. It's the monkey paw. If it's war on Collingwood, it's like... Nuclear war. Their biggest <laughs> ally in the war against everyone else is Port Adelaide, even though the two clubs hate each other. But in terms of the f- football ladder of the heart, if you will, Collingwood's dead last and Port Adelaide's pretty close. So you hate Port, but I have a oh, soft spot for them. Port Adelaide. I have a soft spot for them. Yeah, fair enough. Gun, one bullet. Ken Hinckley or... The you've, the entire Collingwood team standing back, head to head, take them all out. Oh, if I could take out the entire Collingwood team, mm-hmm. mate. Ken Hinckley. <laughs> <laughs> I saw it in your head. I saw it. I fucking saw it. Uh, all right. Yeah. Anyway, uh, this is probably uh, I I don't know best game because it was wasn't good for part of it. But uh, North Melbourne came back. After being 30 points down and ran over the top of St. Kilda. Disappointing. I backed the Saints. Me I too. also backed the Saints. I thought it was going to be the year of the Saint. Me too. It might not be. Yeah, it's not the year of anything at the no, moment. No, it's the year of no football. Yeah. Next game. Uh, uh, Sean. Sean. Yeah, no, it was, uh, um, Saturday was a very sad day. The women lost um, and it rolled straight into the men's game. And I thought maybe the men can lift you, lift my spirits, and they just did not. Yeah. Did you have two slices of toast that night? Uh, I didn't eat or, dinner last or night. Or half a slice. I didn't eat dinner. Yeah. Boys, I got a confession. Some pasta was on the table, and I was just like, I've lost my appetite. Yeah. Uh, football and for everything. So I know the confession that's just about to come, and you're going to want to brace yourself because he's loopholed this, and it's disgusting. What the fuck have you done, mate? So ask me what I had for dinner last night, Sean. What did you have for dinner, you sack of shit? Had a Sunday roast. Tom. And on Saturday, did Terence make it? No, it wasn't Terence. It was someone else, but their team won on the weekend. That's acceptable. They were for cooking them me dinner to have eaten and it. offered me some. And you should have been like, "Oh, it smells delicious, and the work you've put into this is tremendous." But I got toasted. Sadly, in the I, uh, <laughs> I got. You should have been like, "What? You don't have any bread?" 
No, she, no, no. She, she knows. Because, she, no, no, she doesn't have any bread because I like the last of it and there was none left in the supermarket. <laughs> <laughs> well then, okay. Well, um, a man's, man's got to eat. Right. Or actually, probably not. You didn't eat? No, I didn't. I just, but you yeah. had the double loss, so I get that. Just had a Canadian club and just <laughs> watched Paddington 2, actually. Oh. Oh. Which, to be honest, mate, you know that old expression, the tonic of the do- <laughs> Tom, <laughs> Yeah, we'll talk off air. There's a scene. Oh, mate. People, uh, Joel, Joel, please watch Paddington. I absolutely you will. Know, are both of them on Netflix? Yes. Number you know two what? just came on. I might be doing a double bill tonight. It's so fucking good. Both of them? Both of them are tremendous. Okay. Number two somehow is better. Oh, fuck. All like, right. I know oh. what I'm watching tonight, guys. I'm Future watching Paddington. the villain in the second one, right? He's, he's terrific. But don't undersell. The, the villain in the first one is Nicole Kidman, and she's brilliant. Oh. She's fucking brilliant. She's having a good time. Oh, I love Paddington. All right. Well, Brisbane got- are bad. Paddington is a good, good bear. He'll <laughs> make honestly. If you haven't seen that film, or even if you have seen it, it'll just make you smile. If you haven't, if, if at these trying times, yeah, Paddington is the key. Oh mate, I'm gonna. I'd I'd go home and happily watch it again tonight. Mm, that's big. Both of them. Yeah, <laughs> we did our top tens of the decade. Yeah, I'd have to redo mine and put Paddington Two is definitely in there. Number one might be as well. Fucking hell. Any yeah. of them make might make your top four, Sean. Paddington 2, is as, very as time goes by and the rewatches come in, yeah, absolutely. Uh, so it'll, you, it'll, it'll get in there. Uh, Loch Ness is a lock. It'll stay in there forever. Yep. What's um, in trouble? The most in trouble in the top four is The Last Samurai. Which yeah. I love. You know how much I love it. I love it dearly. I love but, it Tommy Cruise. But there's no Paddington in uh, The Last Samurai. That's a very good bear. Paddington will so be the Is there a four. scene in The Last Samurai where someone makes marmalade? <laughs> Well, anyway, <laughs> what I need to uh, also oh, yeah, and Melbourne shit themselves against West Coast. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so you'd watch Paddington, and I yes. watched the Mighty Ducks trilogy. Oh, uh, so yeah, I watched number one on yeah. the weekend as well. So you were charged Tremendous. us. Yep. It's the reason I uh, Disney Plus. Yep. Yes. Yep. It's the reason I want to be a coach. I think. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It coach all stems from the Mighty Ducks. Coach well, Bob and Bay. I'd heard and look this. I mean, this is a formal announce- announcement to everyone because I heard it from so many people that were like. Mighty Ducks one good movie. Mighty Ducks two sucks. But the whoa, third, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's number a two consensus. has. Can we like? We can spoil Mighty Ducks. It's not a spoiler, but in number two, they're so down, and then like they go into the rooms, basically at the equivalent of halftime in hockey. Yeah, and they take off the Team USA jersey. Yeah, they put on the Mighty Ducks oh. jersey, and they come out and they win. It's so good. So. The consensus is an adult rewatching. Oh, quack, quack, is, Sean. Quack, is, quack. Um, the second one sucks, but people like the third one doesn't even feel like a Mighty Ducks film. I haven't seen third. One. It sucks. You've never seen the third. I, I have a feeling I haven't seen it. Can we just? Have you guys watched the animated cartoon series? Yes, of course. About it's on the, Disney Plus. No, it's, really? it's on there. Yeah, Fuck, I'm watching them all. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're gonna have a lot of downtime after this, Tom. So yeah, settle do we, in. Do we want to? Yeah. What? Well, just while we're on inspirational Mighty, yeah, sports yeah. movies. People need movies to get through. Oh, quickly. I just need to finish my Mighty Ducks 3. Yeah, go. The movie for the first, so it's an hour 40. Yeah. The first 55 minutes, sluggish-ish. I, I feel that it's better than 2 still because 2 does the same thing. Starts like, you're like, ugh. I think every Mighty Ducks starts pretty well, gets very sluggish, and then comes home like a motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> well- Three, so two, uh, so one starts out like a sports movie. Then the middle part is very much a kids movie. Then it ends like a sports movie. The second one is a kids movie. The moment it starts is a kids movie right up until probably the last half an hour. Mm. The third one does a weird thing where it's almost like a coming of age film at first. 
Then it becomes more like kiddie because they start doing like, there's like a prank war basically, but it doesn't rely too much on like fart humor and like sound effects because the second one has heaps of sound effects added. It's real weird. If we're talking about things coming home like a motherfucker, Sean, Emilio Estevez is top billing in this film. He's in the opening scene. He leaves. Everyone is carted him again. Every time he leaves, people are like, how dare you? He's like, no, I'm. it's for a re- Oh, my God. <laughs> a thing happens. I don't want to spoil it in case you've never seen it. A thing happens, and then he comes back. And re- this is like- I reckon I could guess what that is. I won't because it will be a spoiler. Yeah. yeah. Um, a thing happens. He comes back, and then he's in it for maybe like 15 minutes, and it lifts the film so much. And then the power of that changes the character's dynamics entirely. Fuck, it's big. It's big. And also, because in the second film, they're all like, oh, we need to get like wacky to win. In this one, the coach is like, defense, you fucks. The, everyone knows the Mighty Ducks can score goals. It's defense that lets you down. Did I do the flying V in the third one? Yeah. Mate, the flying V, it's the most powerful sporting move in history. Mm. So good. I hope they do it in the NHL. Um, Please tell me they do. I think it's a crime, but I think you can do it. It's copyright. Uh, um, <laughs> Ice skating backwards and having a fly. Oh. Something about like winter Olympic sports, they just translate beautifully to movies. So Eddie the Eagle is superb. Yep. Cool runnings, obviously. Cool runnings. Cool runnings. Uh, even uh, there's a movie that's out at the moment. I, Tonya is very good. I, Tonya is very good. Oh, uh, wait, actually, I say that confidently, but I did not like that. Oh, I, so I, seen it. I really liked it. No, it didn't um, for me. I love a good sports movie, but Winter Olympics, that Winter Olympics in particular, the 88, Olymp- the 88 uh, yeah. Vancouver. Don't know where it was. But it was in was- Canada, and it's basically the one where they had Montreal. Montreal's where they had literally the Jamaican bobsled team and Eddie the Eagle happened at the same game. Ducks sadly didn't make that one. They were playing in the 1992 Junior Goodwill Games, though. Yeah, uh, something that was made up for the Mighty Ducks films because <laughs> they clearly wanted to be Iceland. the Olympics. Iceland, which are clearly meant to be Russia. <laughs> <laughs> Can I just put forward one more? Yep. Yep. It- so it's- everyone's taking notes. If you need sports to take you through these dark times, the Mighty Ducks trilogy, Paddington, not a sports movie. Watch it anyway. Yeah, very good. Eddie the Eagle, Cool the- Runnings. I told you, I guess I don't like it, but Tom does. Hey, any basketball movie ever made? Oh, Coach Carter, um, Hurricane Season, The Way Back. Fuck. Hoop I love Dreams. A basketball it's a three-hour documentary. It's meant to be one of the best documentaries ever made. People never have time to watch it. Now we've got nothing but time. Here's a movie about dog sledding. Whoa! Now it's not tech, it's not really a sports movie, but there is a dog sled race within this movie. It's called Togo. It's on Disney Plus. It will lift your heart up to the ceiling and just like ah, oh, it'll break it. Maybe uh, I can't even describe how good Togo is. It is the finest film I saw in 2019. Jesus! It has super powered my heart. And I'm still feeling it. And I watched it a month ago, two months ago. It's so good. And if you want like a a kind of shittier version of Togo from the 90s. Watch a movie called Iron Will. Jesus. Okay. Which is weird for a Disney film because the main character grabs a gun at one point and holds it to the head of the antagonist and threatens to kill him. And it just feels so out of place in a family movie. Uh, if you want another good Winter Olympic movie, there's yep. a movie called Olympic Dreams, which was filmed at the previous yeah. uh, Winter Olympics mm-hmm. in Pyeongchang. It's like literally in conjunction with the Olympic Council yep. film there. And it's about a dentist played by Nick Kroll and a marathon cross country skier yep. who like kind of bond in a bit of a lost in translation yep. type way. Um, yep. Just uh, his re- probably avoid Munich. Uh, won't make you feel good. No. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Fuck. No. That's not a. That's not a nice Olympics movie. It's a great movie. That called- movie has 
one of the worst things I've seen in a Spielberg movie, and it's Eric Banner's character having sex. And while he's having sex with his wife, he's having flashbacks to the massacre. Jesus Christ. That he wasn't involved in. He's just sort of investigating the case in the aftermath. But it's just a bad scene. It's yeah. no good. Yeah. Tom, you have seen this film. It has a sports angle to it as the B story. Chalet Girl? Oh, great movie. Fucking great this? movie. I have no Felicity idea Jones goes to like work on a- uh, She works for a rich family at a chalet. And while she's there, she um, joins as like a, a competition for downhill Sno- snowboarding. Snowboarding, or snowboarding? Yeah. yeah. Snowboard cross. And it's fucking good, dude. That's good. Yeah. These all great movies. Uh, also, if you're looking for an AFL film- and this, I think, just got released in the UK, like digitally. It's not in cinemas. Uh, it's an Australian film. It's called The Merger. Oh, haven't s- I haven't seen it, but like Michelle Brazier is in it. And she's like a friend of, well, a friend of the friend of the show. She's friends with Broden, who has been on the show before. But she's a friend of Sand Spence Radio as a whole. Uh, I haven't so seen it. I need check to check it, it, out. it out. Yeah. It's meant to be quite good. So, yeah, check hey, that um, out. Just on sports quickly, if I can throw two more in. Yeah. Moneyball is sensational. Oh. It's one of the best sports movies ever. You don't have to like baseball to enjoy nah. it. Brad Pitt's that fucking good. And the other one, I haven't seen it in years. Don't know if it holds up, but it's got Al Pacino in it. Any yep. given Sunday. Oh, it has the best coach speech. Ever. Uh, if we're doing them, you've also got to, you know, you remember it's a game the game of inches top. Friday Night Lights, mate. Oh, Friday Night Lights, the TV show. Yep. I haven't seen the film. The TV show, it's one of the best TV shows I've ever seen. Uh, if you're doing baseball as well, I just want to check out the movie 42, which is about Jackie Robinson coming in. I haven't seen uh, it. Semi-pro starring Will Ferrell. <laughs> uh, rookie of the Year starring that bloke you love from American Pie. Uh, basketball starring the <laughs> oh, guys yeah. from <laughs> South Park. There's a lot of good sports movies. Have you seen Rookie of the Year? <clears throat> no. Who's the guy you hate in American Pie? What's his name? Kevin. Again? The guy who plays Kevin. Oh, it's him. A it's a couple ball. years before American Pie. He's like a teenager. He plays a kid who has an arm injury, and when they take the cast off, he can basically throw rockets. And so he gets, <laughs> so he gets drafted to like the Chicago Cubs and starts playing the major league. That's incredible. Yeah. The other great one you've got is uh, just in terms of like sports. Is that is that million dollar arm one, which is uh, with oh, John Ham. I've, I've mm-hmm. put it on my watch list. Baseball. Yep. That's not. But isn't it cricket? A cricket, but they cricket in India. Cricket in India oh, using no, he's base- to get a baseball. Yes, he's trying to get a yeah. baseballer by going and watch cricket in India. A lot of, lot of suggestions there. Watch every single one of them yeah. is my recommendation. Because you know what's something you won't be able to do? Watch footy for a bit and also watch footy for a bit. Yeah. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. You just take your shot. It doesn't feel like you're on a diet. What I wasn't expecting it to do was to shut off the food noise. This was life-altering, and if I can do it, I feel like anybody can do it. 
And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. Hey, Dusha. Tom. In these trying times. Yes, Tom. Have we got any emails? We've got a couple. And they're all, like, quite a, quite a lot's happening in the inbox. So... You'll like this one, Tom. Matthias has emailed us. Dear footy professors, I have joyous news. For my birthday this year, my wife gave me the greatest gift a person could receive, an international membership to the Geelong Cats. In this time of quarantine and social distancing, I will have something worthwhile to fill my time. I eagerly look forward to the Cats smashing that premiership window and going all the way this weekend notwithstanding. However, I have a problem. My cat, pictured below, and here I'll just quickly show you a photo. Because you know what I love as much as I love my cats is also my cat. Oh, look at that cat. That's a good cat. That it's is a, a good it's cat. It's a black cat holding cat. Black cat holding the Geelong membership. The cat has a misfortune of being named Turbo. <laughs> oh, no. Up until recently, this wasn't an issue. But given that Turbo is now synonymous with champ and chief and other C words of Joel's preference, <sighs> I think it's time he be rechristened. I have a few ideas. Okay. Caddy Dangerfield. That That is really good. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Harry Ablett Jr. Whoa. (laughs) These are so good. Starva Rat I Will Eat Ya. (laughs) I welcome other ideas and will leave the final decision up to you three footy profits. Cheers, boys. Keep spreading the good news of footy. Those are very good, but you could also just do a Sava Catagalea. That's very basic. Very easy. Just call him Big Sav. Call call your cat Big Sav. Call your cat Big Sav. And then... (laughs) If you wanted sav- to, I don't know how I feel about renaming. <laughs> yeah, well, no. Or we have just stipulated in this episode the turbo is okay because you're retired. naming your cat after Kiara Bowers. However, every name you've suggested is better than Turbo. Caddy Danger feels Caddy pretty good because really then you yeah. call your cat Danger. Whoa! And then then your cat gets really good at like bombing toys from sixty. <laughs> you know what? I think if you name it Caddy Danger though, does it become a bit of a fucking sook? Oi. 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 <laughs> None of that fucking shit. Nah, well, I, really, I like the name. Caddy Dangerfield. Yeah, Caddy Dangerfield. Although Danger what, for short. What was the Asava one that Asava you Katagalea, because he said Radigan Oecha. Really Katagalea. Katagalea is good. Asava Katagalea, call it Big Sav until someone asks for its full name, and then Asava Katagalea. Because oh, I met a I met a dog at the pub uh, pre social distancing. I've been relatively sensible. Tom Katkins, there's another one. Uh, <laughs> I met a dog that's uh, its name was Tom Hardy. And they only ever referred to it as Tom Hardy when it was in trouble. Otherwise, it was just Tom. <laughs> so, uh, you, look, if, you name, if you're renaming your cat, give it a full name, but then just like a pet name, like Big Sav, it's fine. You, do, yeah. you do want your pet to have a, a name that can be lengthened out when they're a bad boy. Yeah. 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 Mine is Lord Tubbington. Mm, that's rude. Sansa deserves better than that. She's a little tubby. I just go with when, like, he's been a shit, Charles. Oh, as Charlie. Opposed to Charlie. <laughs> So uh, if anyone wants to see Charlie Cameron Jr., your dog, mm. uh, there's a video of it on the How Goods Footy Twitter. He's a good boy. He's a good boy. Every- Sansa, I don't actually need to have a full name for her because she's a good cat. She doesn't do the wrong thing. She just is fat. Did you ever call her Sans? No, nah, I call her Tub. Little Tub. Okay. Little Tub because she's tubby. She's, she's a round cat. Yeah, fair enough. I feel bad, Tom. As I was leaving your house last time I was over, uh, Sansa was sitting on the stairs and Moved out of the way so I could walk down the stairs, leave the house. But she kept stopping on each flight of stairs 
And I was like, no, I've still got to keep going. And for the last one, she was too eager to get out of the way, fell down the stairs. <laughs> and then when I walked down the stairs, I was like, oh my God, Sansa, I'm oh, so sorry. No. But then she was like clearly embarrassed and like cuddled up to me and I gave her a bit of a pat and I was like, it's all right. I won't tell anyone, but I just told everyone. She falls, down, she falls down the stairs a lot. She rolls. She, she goes too quick and then she's only got very short legs. A lot of stairs for that. <laughs> <laughs> she fell about halfway down the last flight of stairs. Yeah. But because she was running and then that run just turned into a ball. Did she land yeah. on her feet? Uh, she kind of slid across the ground. Yeah, she hits the ground and slides to the door. It's very funny. <laughs> it was. It's very. It's very Tom Cruise risky business. Like, damn. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on board. We got two more emails. R.I.P. Footy. This is from Ryan. Boys, professors, Footy Saints. I'm crushed. This weekend has been such a whiplash of emotions after Carlton's tremulous game with Richmond, North and the Blues getting up in the women's comp, netting me that final you may remember I spoke about in my last email. And then the announcement that stole my dreams. While I get that there's no feasible way footy can continue in the current state of affairs, at a time where we need it more than ever, I still wish to mourn the great game. My heart goes out to the players and the staffers who were Natalie and Brawley is torn over whether sport should continue or not. They must be feeling this even more so than we are. All we can do is quarantine a hundred beers while this plague <laughs> dies out and football can bounce back. I'll be awaiting whatever they decide to do with, it, with great interest. Ryan. P.S. Fuck COVID-19 is the biggest TC around. <laughs> I cannot wait until we as a society give it the biggest don't argue. <laughs> Wash your hands, stay inside, don't be dumb champs. <laughs> Good work, Ryan. Good nice PSA. This is from Tanil. Last email. Hi, boys. I'm sad. Like, really sad. Football is my escape both mentally and physically. I watch almost every game I can and train every other day to play for my own club, the Wollongong Bulldogs. But now it's all gone. We were given one week of a ridiculous amount of games showing that having the men's and women's comp running at the same time isn't a bad thing. But now, no AFLW finals and the men's comp is suspended. I was mad and sad all of yesterday, but now I'm trying to be hopeful. Footy has given me another family and community to be a part of and accepted by. People who understand how a scoreline can affect my mood so much and how the line and the Western suburbs erupts can almost make me cry. And I know I won't lose any of that. The support is still there, just a little different for the time being. It's also given me you guys in this excellent podcast and made me care way too much about three teams other than my own. So I just wanted to say thank you. Thank you for making me cry with laughter, getting really angry about the fixture and Googling the Geelong sexy land, even though I don't live in the same state. Remember <laughs> that this isn't the end and I'll see hear you on the flip side. Cheers from the secretary of the Bont fan club, Tennille. <laughs> oh, what my the, heart. That's what, good. What was the subject of that email? Footy is forever. Oh, footy, footy is forever, boys. So, that email has reminded me of one thing. And that is, yes, we live in really fucked up times at the moment. Uh, the COVID-19 or coronavirus is legitimately scary and everyone should do what the professionals are saying. And at this moment in time, it looks like that the AFL season will not be continuing for 2020. Uh, they're saying it's just suspended, but it's suspended indefinitely. And based on reports and stuff like that that we're getting, indefinitely will probably be till 2021. But there's things that the coronavirus cannot take away. Tom. Coronavirus can try as hard as it likes, but the toe poke still happened. Oh, <laughs> fucking did. Sean. Joel. Coronavirus can try as hard as it fucking likes, but that three, Pete, you'll remember that forever. Mm. Boss from 55, oh, Sean. Shit. 
And COVID-19, it can do whatever it wants, but Essendon still won 21 of the 22 home and away games in the year 2000 and went on to win a premiership that I will remember forever. That's right. It's so, true. We live in fucked up times, but footy will still be good. And with that news that the season is suspended indefinitely, unfortunately, that means so is how good's footy. Because with no footy, there's unfortunately no podcast. But stay subscribed uh, because there is a huge chance that we'll just drop random episodes every now and then because we have the ability to record from home. The podcast quality while we're uh, quarantined or self-isolating or in lockdown here in Melbourne. Because things are- That is the other thing too, is that we're in the studio today recording. We are all, you know, yeah. social distancing while we record, but it is a risk to come to recording and we yeah. don't want to put any undue stress on- Yeah, it's uh, in the producer someone's of this house. network yes. who owns the house we record in. Uh, so yeah, and when lockdown's in full effect, they don't want you to travel yeah. uh, for under, like for silly reasons. And unfortunately, recording a podcast out of someone's house is- uh, a bit of a risk. But um, yeah, like I said, stay subscribed because I reckon we'll just upload bits and pieces every now and then when we can. And uh, yeah, this has been a really fucking weird year. And look, if you're stressed or anxious, that's fine. But things are going to be okay. Watch Paddington and Paddington too. Yeah. Just think about the bond, putting that headband on. Just Put think- your own headband on every day. Just think about Vossi. Oh, from 55. Just think, just think about all of them, all of those good boys. Hey. You know, footy's forever, right? Yeah. You know what else is forever? What? Ken Hinkley's a big fucking flog. <laughs> Sean, just quickly. Yeah. Just bloody nitro. So humanity, they're on the ropes, but you know who else is on the ropes? <laughs> Brisbane Lions. <laughs> and then the miracle on grass happened. We will fight back. That's right. <sighs> right now we're all sleeping lions. And what, what do they do when they wake up, Sean? They, they fucking roar. Things are going to be okay. They are. They are. Before you do that, so start again. Then, if you want to do yeah, before that, I just want to. Oh, no, you know what? It's a dumb joke. What were you going to say? What footies forever? It's just going to make a very dumb joke that I'm embarrassed to make now. I'll, I I'll cut it out, yeah. obviously, because there's no segue. But just fucking say it. What Otherwise, was the um? What was the subject of that email? <laughs> <laughs> thanks, Sean. Thanks, Sean. Say it again. You're being a prick, so then I can edit it in, even though the joke sucks, even though he doesn't want it in the episode. I just want to give him. Yeah, thanks. I, yeah, I, I, I need want to give him the runway. Oh, I absolutely yeah. think it should be cut. <laughs> <laughs> so, what was the subject in? Uh, all right, the subject was footy. Footy is forever. Oh, footy is forever. Uh, you know, they can take away our 2020 season, but they can never take our footy. That was the joke? It's so shit. That isn't even a joke. That's so shit. It was for Sean. It's no, why? Dusha. Oh, hey, right, the brave. Dusha. Right, I get yeah, it. the brave part. Uh, quote. Yeah. yeah, I was like, what was the joke? It's but then just, It wasn't a joke. It was just a nice thing. Uh, you cut off my actual nice thing. Well, no, the issue was that I started saying it and I caught your attention. I realized I'd fucked up because I knew you were going to stop. Dusha, I think people need to hear that. So I would like, <laughs> after the end music, to fade back in, in with that gag. Hang him out to dry. Yeah, I will. Yeah, you know what? Fuck you, Tom. Yeah, okay. Leave this in too. I will. <laughs> Fuck it up. Um, yeah, and now when you go back and you hear the nice thing that I said, you'll be like, oh. wow, Tom cut that off for this comp- for that joke. Yeah. And you know what? Look, this is the last thing you're now hearing of uh, Haggard's footy, as you would have just heard. Fuck you, Tom. <laughs>